On today's first round KO, we talk about all the trades in the NBA from Thursday before the deadline, and then we talk about the AEW ticket rally from Thursday also briefly. Let's get it. On the road, one day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by a very fancily dressed Connor J. D. Moore. I'm not always fancily dressed. I know. That's why I pointed it out this time. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, so, basketball game at the time of recording just ended not too long ago. The women's team won against Stout. It was a fun game. Um, yeah. Uh, that's eight in a row now for us. Damn, that's eight in a row. Longest win streak since last year when we won eleven. Let's do it again. Yeah, they look pretty good. They do. Yeah. Next week is kind of critical because Lacrosse and Oshkosh play each other, mm. and we need Lacrosse to win because that moves us. And, mo- and we need to win because that moves us in a three-way tie for first. I mean, I would never cheer for Slosh anyway. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then if the season ends on a three-way tie, we take first because we own the tiebreaker. Oh, really? Yep. We swept Oshkosh, and we split, and we split lacrosse. Yeah, I suppose we are coming to the end of the season, aren't we? Yep. And we also decided, we also decided that whenever it is that they play, if it's the semifinal, because if they get a top two seed, they have a bye. Okay. Um, They have, they have a bye. And they would play two weeks from yes, or two weeks from Friday. Friday than what just the Friday just passed. So Friday the eighth. So not not this upcoming Friday, but the Friday after they would play. Gotcha. If they if they're a one or a two seed, okay. They get a first round by. However, if they don't, then they would play. I think that Wednesday. Either way, I think as a TV staff, we agreed that if they play a full, not a TV staff, but some of us in the sports staff decided that. If they do play that Friday, Jim already said we're not covering it because we already have uh, responsibilities that day. Okay. I don't think I'm working that with those said responsibility, so I am going to the game to watch and cheer again. And it was a lot of fun the last time we did it. Ain't that right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it was kind of fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, probably going to do that. I could get my soccer chance on. And it's just, no, I mean, it's a lot of fun. So I'd, re- I'd recommend going to the game because we just chant and scream at them. It's great. Hell yeah. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, like I tweeted about this morning, Connor and I have been very busy lately. Good lord. <laughs> um, on Monday, we said we were going to record on Thursday. I got called into work. <laughs> and then Friday. Connor was busy all morning. I worked at night, and then we had bops, and yep. that was a whole scheduling conflict. Yep. And then <laughs> bops in itself was a scheduling conflict. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, we're at eleven this semester, not ten, <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> um, 
and then I worked this morning too. So and I had the best. And I had the basketball. And then yeah, and then you just had the basketball game. God, yeah. So we've been very busy, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) This is why you're getting the podcast three days late, kind of two days. I don't know. I can't do math. Uh, But anyway, I'm a journalism major for a reason. We need to talk about the NBA trade deadline because that happened on Thursday. Well, it ended on Thursday. Yep. And it's actually, I mean, it's not as big as it could have been because Anthony Davis stayed put, mm-hmm. which now they're putting him in the starting lineup because the league the league literally uh, threatened to fine them $100,000 every game that Anthony Davis doesn't play. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That's the reason yeah. that they're playing him? I thought that was interesting. I can see why the league wouldn't want a star like him to not play. Because they would lose out on a lot of money, so that makes sense. But yeah, so now we get to see where Anthony Davis goes in the off season. That'll be a lot of fun. But anyway, we had a lot of trades. Uh, one of them in particular that I like. One of them in particular that I don't like. <laughs> and people could probably guess because of a Bucks fan which two of those are. But we're gonna start. We're gonna just go top to bottom here. All right. Grizzlies got Marcus All. Grizzlies That's- had Marcus. Or Grizzlies trading Marcus Gasol to okay. the Raptors. That's what I meant. So that's cool. <laughs> that's the one I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it makes them better. I still like the Bucks roster. But, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how Marcus Gasol has been doing this season, to be honest. So I don't know how much of an impact he'll have on the Raptors. Right. Um, and it's going to be a while before he can mesh with the team, before they can get him involved the way they want to. So, I mean, it could potentially be dangerous for the Bucks. Like, it's going to it's gonna make the Raptors, especially in the come playoff time, mm-hmm. it's going to make them a lot more dangerous. But as of for right now, I'm not too worried. But we'll see come <laughs> – we'll see come May and June how that goes. Right. But I don't know. I think it was a – it was a decent trade if I'm – if I'm Memphis, I'm pretty much just happy to get rid of him because they are not doing good this year. Right. And that's a big contract plus Conley's that they are trying to get rid of. So, I don't – I think it's just good in general to get rid of them. But they got Valanciunas. They got Dellen Wright. No idea who that is. Oh, DeLon Wright. Yeah, he's <laughs> DeLon he's, a, he's a fairly decent guard. And they got CJ Miles, and I think CJ's been playing decently at least. I don't know how much playing time he even got in Toronto, but beats me. And they got a 2024 second round pick, which, as of right now, basically means diddly squat. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's an interesting trade. It's something I did not see coming. Um, th- I'm just interested interested to see how that's gonna how that he fits into Toronto's system because Valanciunas exactly. has the ability to, to stretch the floor. Yeah, which I well, guess all does too. I don't think so. No, Gasol has a shot. He's got a jumper. It's not as good as Valanciunas, as I think, as far as like actually like from deep, like from three. Gasol, Gasol, you're thinking pow. You're thinking more pow. No, I'm thinking Mark. Mark is more of an Mark to me is more of an of, of an interior guy in comparison to when it comes to the the pow uh not the pow brothers the Gasol brothers. Uh, Mark always was always the more interior defender one for me. Who still had a great offensive game, but his offense was more centered around the rim. Fair enough. I don't know. I always thought that he had a decent outside game, at least. But I get here. Three points 
he attempts about five a game. His field goal percentage is four four. Mm-hmm. Free throw percentage is seventy five. I, th- I mean that. I mean three points only thirty four, but that's not bad for a center. I don't know. I thought he had a shot, but either way, it'll be. It will, like you said, it'll be interesting to see where he fits in. But I don't think it'll work right away. So hopefully, it doesn't mesh too quickly. <laughs> but the Bucks did make a good move, which I like a lot. Bucks acquire Nikola Mirotic from the Pelicans in a three-team deal. They dealt out Jason Smith and Stanley Johnson to the Pelicans, and Denver's 2019 pick. Oh, and Washington's 2020 pick. Wait, what? Where are all these picks coming from? 2020 and 2021 second-round pick. Uh-huh. And Milwaukee's 2020 sec- second-round pick. Jeez. That's a lot of picks. And then we gave the Pistons Thon Maker. <laughs> Not sure where that came in. Just trying to get rid of Thon because he wanted to leave. I think all that was a three-team. I think all that combined yeah. made, it, made it out to be a three-team deal. Yeah. But all of those picks went to went to New Orleans. <laughs> all right <laughs> right but the bucks got nick, nick uh miritich so i'm very excited about that because he a similar situation last year where the pelicans were actually doing really well they were in playoff contention in the west mm-hmm. and nicola came in there uh from chicago yep and he helped them a lot he helped them stretch the floor he helped them rebound he played solid defense and he helped them uh, in their late playoff push where they what are they they took the warriors to six games or something in the playoffs they beat the they beat the uh trailblazers right yes they beat the trailblazers and then i think they took the warriors to five or six games i don't remember but i so i i think it could be a s- similar situation dude 610 which i didn't realize he's tall now i used to have a at first i liked nicola Murlich, and then he ticked me off as a as a bulls fan because all he wanted to do was 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 shoot, and I was just like, "You you have a big enough body, just go down low, especially on mismatches." So he would irritate me for a while because all well, he wanted to do was Brooke shoot. Now we have Brook Lopez, so I feel that a little bit. But Brook Lopez makes a lot of them, <laughs> right? But now I think Marodic. I think after he got traded, like he he still became very lethal shooting the ball. Yeah. But he also learned he also learned a lot more to to realize that his his interior ability is just as good, and so now you have a guy who can be. Who you have a stretch for, who can also go down and, and and bang a little bit as well, and now that he's finally he's showing that because he did for at the start of his Bulls career and then he decided oh who needs to bang down I'll just be Dirk and I hated when he went to that mindset in a way now that he's going back to how he did when he first came into the league, dude my God, and and you look at what the Bucks gave up for him they gave up nothing I know they gave up nothing they really I mean Jason Smith Stanley Johnson we just got Stanley Johnson in a trade mm-hmm. and Thon Maker who wasn't playing. Like we we got a steal in this trade. Well, that's a massive upgrade, and he's gonna fit perfectly. He's yeah. gonna fit into that three and D style. He's averaging eight rebounds a game this this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a great addition. I think he's really gonna help their their season push here towards the end. But I don't know. I like it a lot. I don't know if he's playing tonight. He didn't play yesterday against Dallas. I would assume he's probably at least suiting up. Because I mean, I would on, on the Bulls side, Otto Porter suited up last night for them. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people are already suiting up. Like mm-hmm. uh, Tobias has already played in. Yeah, Tobias played last night. Otto Porter played last night. Yeah. Um, so a few people have gotten have gotten in games. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but I'm very excited for that one. Uh, the Lakers traded Michael Beasley and Zubak to the Clippers. I did not see this trade for Mike Muscala. 
I didn't see they traded. I did not see this either. So they traded them basically up. down the Hoffman Staples Center? Yep. <laughs> they traded Zubac yeah. and Beasley for they Mike said, Muscala. Hey, you, you don't have to move, but you have to change your uniform. <laughs> Damn. I know. So I I don't know. I'm not sure why they wanted Mike Muscala. No. I don't know much about him. <laughs> but apparently they didn't want Beasley or Zubac anymore. Another so. interior guy, I believe. Is he? I believe so. I have no idea what position he plays. He's a center. Muscala? I think so. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty nothing trade to me. Yeah. That was the only trade the Lakers made, and it was kind of disappointing. Oh, the trade deadline's coming up. We didn't We didn't get it. Uh, Anthony Davis. Guess we got to go get a center. Did you see LeBron against the Celtics where he pulled up from, like, almost half court? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, y'all didn't get me Anthony Davis. Fuck, fuck this. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I love it. A big trade that surprised me yeah. from both ends. The 76ers trading Markel Fultz oh, to the Magic. What, yeah, what a... What is this? Okay, so... Why would the Magic want Markel Fultz? The Sixers clearly didn't want him, and why not? I mean, who'd they give, who'd they give up for him? The Sixers got a Jonathan, Jonathan Simmons? Simmons, a first-round pick via OKC, and a second-round pick. Okay. Um, Doesn't know what year. The price isn't too steep. Jonathan Simmons is really good. True. Uh, not like great, but I mean, for a He's team better than Marco Fultz. <laughs> at this, I mean, at this, yeah, because Marco Fultz hasn't fit, hasn't played. But let's think about this: if you, if, let's say Marco Fultz comes back, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the shoulder in the shoulder, everything works out. He has a new. He's in a new environment because I think the Sixers because we're just like, eh, fuck you. Uh, once they got their other guys, like they tried to get him back, but they're just like, eh, you're, just, you're fine. We'll forget about you because they tried to make it too much of a. Almost like a oh well, the, it's his agent's fault and everything, and they kept trying to they kept trying yeah. to mess with his shot. I don't know if, you, if and I guarantee you the shoulder had something to do with it. Oh, absolutely. But his sh- but his shoulder gets fixed up. He's in a new change of pace, a change of environment where where he knows the team like legitimately wants him, like they want to kind of build around him, mm-hmm. and instead of building around him, getting other stars, saying they were going to build around all of you, but in reality they knew they were only going to build around two out of the three. Right. Embiid and Simmons, um, Ben Simmons. That's a steal for for oh, Orlando absolutely. Magic. Because if this works out great, you essentially traded Jonathan Simmons, a first rounder that's not yours, and a second rounder for the number one pick overall. Yeah, but the number one pick who's barely played, he basically doesn't have a shot. Ag- agreed. And yes. He's very injury prone. Injury prone in the sense of just his that arm, that shoulder. But, right. But and it's say- it that to me that is so disconcerting. That an NBA player who is a number one overall pick that's doesn't a- have a shot and his shooting shoulder is injured. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if this works like, out. perpetually injured. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, like. That's it's not, such it's, a risk. It is, but it's, it's, not like they, it's not like they gave up, like, a, a very massive contributor. You know, it's not like they traded. It's not like they traded uh, Bamba. It's not like they traded uh, some of Bamba's their other. injured, I think. Yeah, Bamba's injured. I think he's out, like, six, uh, six weeks. Yikes. Uh, six to nine weeks. Um, but. This could be a steal. I mean, you're on the Sixers, and you get Jonathan Simmons. It's like, all right, cool. It like, could you, also just be nothing. It it also very much could be nothing. I mean, I think the, the Sixers obviously wanted to get rid of uh, oh, Marco I, Fultz. I would. And the Magic, they're still rebuilding. And if this works out, and if Fultz comes back and plays really good, he doesn't have to be great. If he comes back and just plays really good, has a decent jump shot. Doesn't need to be lights out, but it has a decent to respectable jump shot. That's still a win. 
And I still think that there's talent in Markel Fultz where that could that could be a good pairing with him and Bamba. Yeah, we'll have to see when he comes. Yeah, back. that yeah the, that trade is the biggest TBD of all as far as we'll how it wraps up. So then we had another three-team trade between the Grizzlies, the Hawks, and the Celtics. The Grizzlies got Tyler Dorsey. The Hawks got Shelvin Mack and Jabari Bird, and the Celtics got a protected second-round pick. Nothing, another nothing trade. Really. Yeah, Shelvin Mack to the Hawks is pretty good. Wasn't he already? On, wasn't he was on the Hawks before? Wasn't he? I think once upon a time. I think he was. So that's cool. Uh, the Rockets traded Nick Stauskas and uh, Wade Baldwin. Sauce Castillo. <laughs> Nick Stauskas. Uh, yeah, to the Pacers for rights to. Marty Lu- Luennan. What? Guessing that's a foreign player. Yep. That's interesting. So they just traded away two players and a pick for the rights to a player. Yep. Okay. Again, nothing traded. We're getting uh, a lot of these, aren't we? Huh? We're getting a lot of these, aren't we? Yeah, there was a lot of nothing trades this year. Uh, Greg Monroe goes to the Brooklyn Nets along with a second-round pick from Toronto for – Cash considerations. I, I like that pick for Brooklyn. I like that trade for Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn's looking good. Like, they're actually playing some good basketball in Brooklyn. I guess. Greg Monroe has done nothing since his one, like, half a good season in Milwaukee. They can just get back Detroit Pistons, uh, Greg Monroe. I think Detroit. I think, I think Brooklyn I think got Pistons a good one. Greg Monroe was good. Because he was playing alongside Andre Drummond. That argument can be very, yes. can be made, yes. And then he had Giannis for a little bit too. So, but Giannis was not a big. I mean, he's a big man, but he's not. He's not position wise a five. Well, no, but they Giannis played is Monroe, basically they, position. They played Monroe at the five, and Monroe well, yeah. is strictly a four. He is not a five. But we play. Stri- I mean, so does Lopez. Lopez is a five. Yeah, but he does not play like a five. He play. He's a new age five. Monroe is a Monroe is a power forward through and through. I guess. Uh, another one I don't even want to talk about. We'll say we're to the Trailblazers. Um, Grizzlies get Avery Avery Bradley from the Clippers. Interesting. The Clippers got Jamichael Green mm-hmm. and Garrett Temple. Okay. It's a good pickup for the Grizzlies, yeah, I think. I like that one. We'll see. I mean, I think I still think Avery Bradley's good. He's getting bounced around now, but Yeah. Um James Ennis goes to the 76ers from Houston, from Houston. Future second round swap rights. The Sixers are going all in. The Rockets are looking for the future. <laughs> they have the rights to someone. Now they're looking at picks. What's going on in Houston? They're they are going in. In seventy six, yeah, yeah, in Philly, I think they're agree. going for it. I like, yeah, I like. We'll we'll get to that in a sec because we're getting, we're getting there. Uh, the Wizards send Markeith Morris and a second round pick to New Orleans for Wesley Johnson. I think, I think the Lakers were trying to go after one of the Morris people. I believe or, one of them got cut. Yeah, I, can't I think one of them got cut or bought out. Sort of going for it. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, again, really nothing. This one's a little interesting. Dallas got Zach Randolph and Justin Jackson from Sacramento for Harrison Barnes. I think this was good for both sides, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, Harrison Barnes had a big contract. Mm -hmm. So for Dallas to be able to go into free agency with that, be able to sign KP, 
and then be able to do something after mm-hmm. you know with Harrison's contract mm-hmm. money that they just saved on that'll be good for them and also getting Zach Randolph and, and you know maybe Justin Jackson if you can keep him short if you can keep her if you can keep Justin Jackson on a small term contract or a small deal contract like he could be a good player for the future too to play with Luca which Luca is just incredible. I actually watched the Dallas Bucks game yesterday. Oh, he's a star, he's dude. Incre- he has no help whatsoever. But he, he is, really does. I mean, you know, when when KP comes back, he will. He was doing everything but, by no, himself. No, Luca is a yesterday. freak, dude. He's really good. It was fun to watch him. You can definitely tell that uh, European how the European basketball system how much it benefits yes. uh, certain people cuz I mean, he was a star over there and he was a kid basically. Yeah. 18, 19, comes here, looks like a grown man. Yeah. He's so fundamentally sound for the most part. Uh, The Rockets got <laughs> – the Rockets – I'm going from top to bottom. Yeah. And the top ones are the more recent trades. So in this trade, the Rockets got Iman Shumpert, Nick Stockis, and Wade Baldwin. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> they got bounced around a little bit. Yeah, they did. Uh, Cavaliers got Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris from – uh, they weren't. Where the hell were they? I don't even know. And then Alec Burks to the Kings. Again, not too big. Otto Porter Jr. to the Bulls. The Wizards get Jabari and Bobby Portis. Stupid. Why? Stupid trade. Why? For who? Uh, For Chicago. And it has nothing to do with the. It has nothing to do with getting rid of Jabari and Bobby Portis. I think that getting rid of those guys. I mean, clearly they wanted to get rid of Jabari, which was just stupid in my mind. He's like, not playing well. He hasn't played it's, well. It's hard to not play him. His, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to n- not play well when you don't play him when he's healthy. Yes, yeah. Like they just took him out the rotation. But it's a. What else is new? The Chicago fire. The Chicago. The Chicago Bulls are a dumpster fire. Their front office is a bunch of idiots. Ho so what's hum. wrong? What's wrong with Otto Porter? You traded two people. Go get picks or find shorter contracts. You're I locked guess, into yeah. that contract. Like they're paying, they're paying auto, auto yeah, but now they're not locked into Jabari's contract. Jabari's contract wasn't that bad. It was essentially a one-year deal with an with a team option. All right. It was a very inexpensive deal. Like if you looked at the, if you looked at Jabari's contract structure when they signed them, I that's why I love the deal so much because it was a low-risk, high-reward signing. Fair. Um. So you're paying auto, you're paying auto Porter more than you're paying Jabari and Bobby Portis. I believe that. You're paying, you're paying Bob, uh, auto Porter north of 53 mil for how many seasons like it's stupid like why are you taking more big contracts like it's completely dumb it's very stupid if you ask me true uh one of the bigger ones that we alluded to earlier the 76ers getting tobias harris boban not gonna try to say his last name uh barnyanovich something like that yep and mike scott uh, from the Clippers for Landry Shamit, Wilson Chandler, and Mike Muscala. <laughs> Can we talk about how the Clippers got some really good young talent too? Yeah. And then they, I mean, they ship Muscala for Beasley, but still. They still got a lot of young talent, some good pieces there, and they have that financial flexibility. The Clippers are going to look, the Clippers are going to be dangerous in I the think agency. The Clippers will land someone. The whether, they will. Whether it's. You know, I don't see KD going there, but money talks. We could see it. Anthony Davis, same thing. We'll see. Kawhi. You know? Yeah, Kawhi. I forgot about Kawhi. 
yeah, I, it'll be interesting. But they they have some young talent. And they were balling out in the earlier in the season. So yeah, yeah. But I like the Clippers. The Clippers quietly won the deadline, in my opinion. Really, I think the way they set themselves up for the future, the Clippers set themselves up. The one who has a lot to lose after the deadline is the Sixers because they went all in. They went completely all in. So the, if it works, it'll work. Though. Yeah, if it, it works, good. if it works, correct. They the only reason it works, the only way this works for the Sixers, even though they said they they want to resign all of them, and again, financial is financials are going to play a role in that. The only way to, in my opinion, this truly works with the Sixers did. They need to win this year. They need to win it all. Which they're not going to. They're not going to. So, in other words, it's great that they went all in. It's going to be. But it's not It's not gonna it's going to be Golden State versus either Milwaukee or Toronto. I could see maybe Boston getting in there, too. But they seem too dysfunctional at this point. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That would be very interesting. And then, you know, we get to. Right. We get to KP there. Right. Rodney Hood going to Portland. Mm-hmm. He's seemed to be playing well already yeah. over there. I mean, it's a good thing that he's, he has to change the scenery now, too. Mm. Who did Cleveland get in that trade? Wade Baldwin and Nick Stockis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a graphic I think where they were on five different teams, and then they got cut by the fifth team. Yep, they bought the them In the same, out. like, 24 hours. Yep. That's terrible. <laughs> That's just awful. But now they get to go to a playoff contender. Because now that they got bought out, I th- what if a- they even? I don't know. Did you say Baldwin or Ellington? Baldwin. Okay, because I think Ellington signed with Detroit this morning. Yes, he did. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I don't think any of these deals sprang anyone forward. I would say the Sixers, but they Toronto. got a lot. Toronto is the biggest. Toronto one. and Philly. They just made the East a lot tougher yeah. at the top, but. But again, Milwaukee added that piece too. That's so, true. You know, the, I think they all kind of evened out from where they were. In a way, yeah. Um, Actually, I think the team that has they won the most on paper, on paper with the trades they made, and taking up what I said about the quietly, like secretly winning. I think the Sixers won, but they have the most to lose after of yeah. everybody in the, I de- can, in the yeah. deadline. I can definitely see that. That's too many alphas, in my opinion. I yeah. Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. I don't think all of them are alphas. They're all alphas. I don't think Tobias is an alpha. Tobias is sure as shit an alpha. Mm, I don't know about that. Tobias but. is an alpha. Ben Simmons is an alpha. Joel Embiid is an alpha. And we all, everyone on this earth knows Jimmy Butler refuses to be anything less than an alpha. No. Don't get me started. <laughs> you, want an, you want me to go on another Jimmy Butler rant? No, I don't. Okay. I mean, I kind of do, but no, I don't. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Spoiler spoiler alert. I hate him. Spoiler alert. Golden State's going to win the finals. Shocker. They still have five all-stars on their starting lineup. Like, all of these trades don't matter. (laughs) I'm going to be watching baseball in June anyway. None of these. True. I I cannot wait. I mean, the Brewers will be playing. The White Sox will hopefully be somewhat competitive in a wide-open AL Central. I'll have baseball in June. I don't care about the Four days. Until pitchers and catchers report. I'm so fucking excited. I just need baseball back in my Honestly, life. I need baseball. Oh, my goodness. Um, When's the first televised spring training game? I have no idea. I'll look it up while I say yeah. other stuff. I, was, I know MLB Network is going to have them, like, all. Um, Elimination Chamber is next weekend. We will be doing a podcast and prediction video for that. Uh, what else? I want to talk about AEW at some point. Okay. 
I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> Today's going to be a short episode. Because, but, but, again, of time crunches. The Brewers' first one is against the Cubs on the 23rd. Okay. So that's really soon, actually. Also, a quick question about AEW. Your th- just real quick. Your, yes. Your thought on Omega. What do you mean? Him signing. I love it. Personally, I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Oh, absolutely. It basically was. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened. The, he was actually on Wrestling Observer. Yeah. So I got to listen to a full interview with him, and he said he gave quite a lot of thought to WWE. Because his the, their contract offer was very good. Um, what it came down to was creative control mm-hmm. and just being with Nick and Cody and Matt. <laughs> just being with his being able to control his own character, be a part of this new thing. And he's he's an executive vice president mm-hmm. with the Young Bucks, and he's able to be with his best friends in the company. Yeah, you know that'll do it. That'll do it. So, but he apparently gave quite like he was back and forth between wwe and AEW. like apparently i guarantee i feel like the thing that did it most was a creative control no absolutely that you know they're not he he straight up said that that's basically what it came down to because you know they're not going to give up any but he he straight up said he for a for a while he thought you know maybe it would be nice to not have to put so much thought into my character because apparently like uh leading up to like wrestle kingdom let's say he would like lose sleep over trying to figure out how to make his character better and how to make certain angles work and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was. Do they just give everybody creative control over at New Japan? They give them creative input. Okay. It, it depending on how big you are, you have the ability to to give input into the storyline okay. into the character. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. So for a while he was thinking, you know, maybe I go to WWE. Maybe I'm just told what to do, and maybe I can just take like a mental break for a while. And he just. But he, apparently yeah. he decided to go with AEW, which I don't blame him. It, it's a better thing because it's not an ex- it's. I don't think it's an exclusive deal. Him and Jericho both, and I believe Pentagon and Phoenix, mm-hmm. um, all signed non-exclusive deals, which okay. means they can go to uh, New Japan. They could work in other places. Whoever else decides to work with AEW, mm-hmm. so I think it'll be interesting. But it's definitely the best spot for him. Yeah, for sure. I, I'd say I'd say so. And plus, he knows that with, even though he has creative control, he knows that. Uh, the Young Bucks and Cody, they have his creative and long Well, they're going to they're gonna do right by everyone. Oh, like, yeah. Have you heard the matches that are already confirmed? No. Well, confirmed, I guess. No, I haven't seen any um, of them. The main of, well, the quote-unquote main event, it'll probably be for the championship, is Hangman Page versus Pac with Neville. Mm-hmm. Um, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Again. Which was set up at All, All In. And there's another one in there somewhere. SoCal versus a- or OEW, but you don't even know them. Um, uh, you're right, I don't. Yeah. And then there's a women's match, too, but I don't even know the Is women. Is it Britt Baker? It. No, Britt doesn't have a match okay. yet. Okay. As but, far she, but, as she is, but she did get confirmed. She, oh, well, yeah. She was the first confirmed signing for women. I, well, I mean, other than Brandy, oh. but. Yeah, I was gonna say she's the first lady of AEW, but that belongs. But I was in a, I was in, that's gonna Brandy. be like, yeah, that's yeah. Brandy. But yeah, I I think uh, as of right now, they have a roster of twenty plus people. It already feels like a decent sized roster. They're they basically sold out their show already. So on Thursday, did they they did the ticket announcement show, mm-hmm. and they they gave a pre sale code, which if you typed in the code, you would be able to access the pre sale on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. 
website crashed Thursday night, and they gave out over 11,000 codes. You know how many seats are in the MGM Grand Casino for a wrestling event? How many? Just over 11,000. Oh, boy. <laughs> so they have basically, before the pre-sale, have basically already sold out their second show. Damn. That's ridiculous. They're, it's it's going to be really fun to watch them going forward. 2019 is going to be great for wrestling, and the future of wrestling is in good hands. I'd say so. I think. Nothing. As long as they don't fall, because I started to watch a video about it, and I haven't made it through the full thing because I got busy. But it was like 10 or 7 things that AEW should learn from TNA. <laughs> don't you bring know. back WWE legends. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. just just don't do that. Don't bring back washed up legends. Don't yeah. bring in Hogan. Don't bring in Hogan. That's about it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> You'll be safe if you don't do that. <laughs> Jericho's okay because he's still good. That's about it. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next episode will be longer. We'll do one probably Monday night. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Maybe tomorrow night. I don't know yet. But either way, we will talk a lot more about other stuff in the next episode. But as of right, as of right now. We're going to cut this one short. So, kind of take us out. Rock on. Uh, first round. <laughs> rock. Wow, <laughs> words are hard. I messed you up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> first round KO. We're on Anchor and iTunes. Check us out there. Please, download Anchor. You can react to us there. You can send us messages, text, mm -hmm. and voice. And you can actually be on the show mm -hmm. and have your own little segment thingies, question mark. So, yeah, definitely use Anchor. It's great. I love it. We love it. That's why we're on it. On on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, follow Kyle or first follow the podcast at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson Two K Eighteen. Follow me at Connor Moore Seven. Links in the description. And, oh, and on YouTube, follow find us at mm -hmm. First Run KO as well. Find all, every episode since the inception of the YouTube of 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 the YouTube channel rather of. Three count review. Yep. All, all of all of Kyle's three count reviews. Uh, you can check out my mini movie from the NWSL draft. Yes. Uh, from there as well. Great video. Um. Facebook first round KO as well. I think I got them all covered. I think that's it. All right. Cool. Uh. Yeah. Next time, more basketball. Yes. Hopefully, some baseball. Maybe we can hope if something happens. Nothing's happening. Apparently, Nothing's the happening. apparently the Yankees threw the book at Machado. So, Ugh, yep. just take it. <laughs> can you take some? I don't even care. But we're gonna go about. into more detail about AEW two next time. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about that one. Until the next time, we'll see you when we have more energy. When we shock us. Sitting on the dock, and I'm a real adent. Begger, begging, please don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie, like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired. Where the Michelin at the finish line? Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis dag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to. Manage your intuition.